Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It's episode 153. It's June 21st, and sorry for all the technical difficulties for all those lovely people waiting in the chat for us there. Yeah, I'm going to blame it on the uh, summer, summer solstice. It might be that, or it might just be that uh, I blew up Google. Um, so I think it was. I deleted a bunch of uh, old files off my Google Drive, uh, about 10 terabytes of data, to be honest. <laughs> And I think yeah. the sync just killed it. And so, of course, all the assets for the show are on there, and OBS freaked out when I couldn't find anything. Long story short, uh, sorry, everybody. Um, we got lots <laughs> of content, though, so we better get moving. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, for those who don't know me, I'm Gavin Pickin, Senior Developer, Auto Solutions, and Daniel Garcia is joining me today, who's also a Senior Developer, Auto Solutions. Hello, everyone. Yep. And so... Always, we want to kick off saying thank you to our sponsors, Amor Solutions, the makers of Coldbox, Commandbox, Forgebox, Testbox, and all your favorite boxes. It no longer says boxing. Somebody changed it. Um, a few ways to say thanks, Pax to Ordis. Um, you can absolutely buy some into the box tickets and come to our conference and see all of us. Uh, like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. Help Ordis reach for the stars and like and star and fork our repos. Um, we do have a way that Eric Peterson made it very simple to do all that automatically. Um, subscribe to our podcast on your podcast app. Sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast, releasing content all the time. Um, buy some merch. Go to our Box Life store. There's some really cool shirts and everything else there. And as always, you can buy Ordis's book, 102 Cold Box HMVC Tips and Tricks. Yep, there's a, a lot of stuff there for sure. And then uh, we also want to thank our Patreon supporters. We have 37 Patreons that are providing 100% of the funding for this podcast, which is very cool. And then uh, we're also making progress on goal two, which is to fully fund uh, Forgebox.io. And uh, that recovers, uh, you know, covers all our storage costs and everything, uh, S3 and, and all that. And we have uh, a lot of the way there already too. So 44% of the way there for funding that as well. Awesome. So, very cool. And then uh, we do have the Motorsports Ridge uh, job posting. We'll be talking about in the job section, but um, we're going to jump straight into the news and announcements. Okay, so first up, end of the box updates. As usual, every week we have tons and tons of updates. So remember, the super early bird pricing finished uh, at the end of May, but we still have early bird pricing, so you guys can still get a good deal if you buy your tickets before the end of June. Um, and we also had some uh, some cool new content. Um, and if you were watching the podcast last week, you would have heard about our pre-conference announcement. So we do have a couple of blogs um, and podcasts out. So if you want to find out more about Brad's workshop, he has a podcast, the, the CFML uh, conference edition version of our podcast. And so we were meeting with Brad to talk about uh, getting started with BDD, TDD, and Testbox. So he talks about that workshop. And I just jumped straight over your piece. Sorry there. <laughs> no worries. Keep going, man. Keep going, going, going. I'll post the link. Sorry. And then, yeah. And then uh, we're, we announced the pre-conference. So last week we talked about Into the Box now has a, a third track, essentially. It's a pre-conference uh, setup. And we'll be telling you a little bit more about that. But there's a, a blog post about that as well. 
And then we have a couple more uh, workshop videos. So we have the Vue.js Aspire mobile app REST API um, workshop. That's with me and Daniel Garcia. So we talked about our workshop and what you'll get from that. And then last but not least, the workshop for John Clawson. So if you're looking at doing test box, containerizing and scaling, sorry, containerizing and scaling your, your applications with John Clawson, uh, it doesn't have text box in the name anymore. I messed that one up when I put it in the show notes. So yeah. So if you want to meet uh, Captain Container and learn all about workshops, John is doing a, a lot of cool stuff in that workshop. And he even has a piece where if you bring your own code, you guys will actually work on that um, at the end of the day. So you can actually walk away with a, a containerized application that you brought from home, which is pretty neat. So awesome. Um, wow. Sorry. Captain Container. I don't know if I heard that nickname before for John. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. We used to call him Captain Container. Uh, Eric was the module, module maestro. Uh, plenty of uh, interesting names. I mean, you're Coach Gavin, so. Yeah, <clears> apparently <throat> I'm Coach Gavin now. But uh, before that, I was, I don't even remember. It was, it was, it was Gavino something. I, I forget. But um, so anyway, lots of blog posts there. And we'll, we'll touch on them quickly in the blog section. But the big announcement last week is our special pre-conference track. So due to COVID and lots of other reasons, schedules and everything else, some of the community speakers aren't able to make it into the box this year. So uh, we decided to try to include them anyway. And after much discussion and debate, uh, we decided that the best way to get, you know, the best speakers at the conference and the best content and having speakers in front of people while they're actually at the conference is to have the third track of the conference calling a pre-conference track. And so for that, we're basically doing it remote the week before. So dev week format. So Monday, August 29th through Friday, September the 2nd, each day we'll have two sessions, 11 a.m. Central and 2 p.m. Central. Uh, the sessions will be live. There'll be Q&A and it'll be all done via Zoom for those ITB attendee ticket holders. Um, we will be recording the sessions as well. And so they'll be part of the, the CFCast for after the um, conference like usual. But we're also going to make them downloadable so that those people that are attending the conference can actually download them and watch them on the plane. As we discussed last week, I'm the only one dumb enough maybe to do that, but I thought it'd be a cool idea. <laughs> so you could watch some of that, uh, you know, before the conference and that way you've just got extra content. So it basically makes it like we have a third track and we're going to even have a, you know, a viewing area so you can watch those pre-recorded ones uh, at the conference as well. So we're excited about announcing that last week. And then this week we have uh have a few names. So these are some of the confirmed speakers and we have more to come. Um, so at this, at this pre-conference, you want to tell us who are these amazing speakers we have lined up for this ITB pre-conference? Absolutely. All names that, you know, we got Mark Takata, we got Charlie Earhart, Ray Camden, Matthew Clemente, Brian Rinaldi, and our very own Michael Bourne. Yep. So uh, they're going to be talking about lots of different things. Mark is going to be talking about um, working with PDFs inside of Cold Fusion using DDX. Uh, Ray Camden is actually going to be talking about um, PDF services. So a different way to work with them um, via Cold Fusion. And then Charlie. Charlie uh, is going to be talking about Docker images. And so she's going to be comparing and contrasting uh, the command box Docker image with that, what Adobe and Lucy actually offer. So there are some cool things and they are catching up those other images. And so Charlie is going to be talking about those. And uh, um, Brian Ronaldi, uh, I don't know if you guys remember. Do you remember Brian from the older days? I mean, I know that I sounds do. pretty mean saying older days and everything. <laughs> um, but I knew, but that's because I'm old. I am old as well, Kevin. So. Yep. And so, yeah, so Brian Rinaldi is going to be in there. Uh, he's going to be talking about feature flags. So uh, I don't know if anybody reads Ben Nadell's blog. You know, maybe a few of you guys do. But uh, 
Ben loves feature flags, right? And so Brian Rinaldi actually works. Um, he works for LaunchDarkly, which is the company Ben uses all the time. And so he's been talking about feature flags. And, you know, we just got a lot of great content. And we'll be announcing the schedule next week. We'll have some to be announced for those extra spots as well. Um, but we got a lot of great content and a lot of more speakers that we're still trying to confirm dates. There's a lot of travel going on and everything. So people are trying to get back to us. So we'll have that soon. But I'm pretty excited. Like I said, these are great speakers that, you know, normally they're at Into the Box. We have them there and they can't make it. But uh, you're still going to get the great content from there. So it will be cool. Yep, it's definitely uh, shaping up to be an awesome end of the box. Uh, yep. Stupid COVID, but hey, this is very cool. Yep, for sure. And like I said, we're, we're looking at different dates for next year to try and offset this whole back to school summer, you know, summer rush. And Adobe always has a conference certain times. So we're looking at other dates already for next year. So hopefully we'll find something which doesn't clash with anything and everybody can come and life will be better. Okay. So new releases and updates. Um, we did have a, a Mew feature rolled out last week, uh, the command box service manager task services that Brad announced. Um, we also have just something, Coldbox 6.7 is about to be cut. Like, honestly, like any day. Luis is finishing up documentation. We've been having beta tests and everything. So um, if you guys, using cold box uh try 6.7 the bleeding edge and run it through any tests that you have just let us know because uh we do want to have uh have that cut so any last minute things that you find let us know because 6.7 is about to go gold well i don't know if they call it gold for that anyway live. live yeah uh, there's gold like so many downloads maybe we'll, maybe it's not gold yet but yeah so that's uh, another release that is coming very very soon here um, and we did have one more update for you as well. Um, Scott Steinbeck has added, uh, with a pull request, um, mail gun support to the CB mail services. So that release is out. And so that is actually one of the blog posts we're talking about there. So, um, you don't have to actually use the, the extra module anymore. So I built a module for a mail gun uh, a while ago. It's up on Forgebox, but I know all the new updates and the new CB mail services came out. Uh, we we're slowly updating those and Scott went and did it all and we added it to the, the core. So um, now supports it in the core. So pretty cool. So thanks Scott for doing that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. Webinars, <laughs> meetups breathe. and workshops. Yep. Breathe Gavin, breathe. <laughs> okay. So coming up, we have the online CF meetup, how to find and start implement third-party libraries in CFML with Gavin Picken. Um, it'll be this Thursday, um, June 23rd, um, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific, which is really ah, Pacific time, 11 a.m. Central time. That's all we need to know about it. And everyone else can figure out their times from there. Uh, in the meetup, Gavin will show you how to find and start implement third-party libraries and CF, um, how you can do that, why other different things you can do, and just, hey, just, just go to it. Um, they're awesome. Yep. Thanks again, Charlie, for having me there. And then uh, next up, um, in case you missed it, uh, we did another live stream series, Coding with a Kiwi in France. And so last week I ambushed uh, Kai Koenig and had him come on and talk to me about uh, databases, ORM, and database testing. So for those lucky Patreon supporters, you guys got uh, access to actually watch that free in the live stream and join in. And uh, the funny thing is, is because <laughs> just like today, technical difficulties, um, basically, I decided I should probably rename it coding disasters with the Kiwis and, and, 
not friends. They were hecklers. They're heckling from the cheap seats. But uh, no, so we had to like go through, debug it. Uh, yeah, so my computer was giving me issues, so I restarted it, and then Zoom froze, and I couldn't get into the meeting. Uh, and then, um, yeah, basically after that, command box wouldn't start, and I found out it's because I used a certain password. So the password had a special character in it, which broke the JVM, which broke command oh, yeah. box starting up. And so we worked through that. Uh, we did start recording after we started debugging it because everyone's like, we should record this. This is kind of interesting. And I'm like, okay, I don't mind failing in public. I do it all the time. So, but once we did get that figured out, um, you know, we, we went through and started talking about databases and migrations and how to test databases and everything. Um, so it was pretty good. You know, we, we had fun with that. Um, we did a little bit at the end, sort of like just talking about services and, uh, you know, using quick and QB and sort of how to do that versus, you know, just running queries. But uh, the next week, we're going to be looking at Quick and QB properly. So all the code in that one was like pseudocode. Because um, this week, uh, Coding with the QB and Friends on Friday, the 24th at 1 p.m. Again, if you're a Patreon, you should get an email. Uh, if you if you don't, then uh, ch go check, I think, Box Team Slack. We now have a Patreon channel. So if you're not in there, ping me and I'll get you invited to it. But all Patreons can come to the live stream. And we're going to be talking with Sam Knowlton and David Rogers from InLeague about... Uh, quick in QB. So we're going to get our model set up. We're going to get it pulling from the database. We're going to get, you know, our tests will be working. Don't worry, Adam. We wrote tests for last week. Even though you weren't there, we still wrote some tests. Um, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, so I'm excited for that one. It's, it's working nicely. Uh, I like the flow. We talk a lot. We code a little, but it's still pretty good. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think everybody else is too. So, and uh, Peter was there and he said it was a great session. So we got to trust Peter. He knows what he's talking about. He does. And we'll find out even more very soon. Yep. Um, and for those that don't know, obviously, Coding with Kiwi is Coding with Gavin because New Zealanders are called Kiwis. And so. it's not the fruit. We're birds. <laughs> right. Gavin is a bird. Yeah. And we also talked about, didn't we talk about uh, which continent it is after last week's episode? We said it was which continent New Zealand was Oceania. on. And we had a little debate. And apparently, they've changed the, the record book since I went to school. Anyway. So, yeah, what else we got going on? There's a lot more countries since I was a kid. So um, this week <clears throat> on Friday, uh, the Ortis webinar, the monthly Ortis webinar for June, uh, getting started with the legacy migration with Dan Codd. Uh, Friday at 11 a.m. Central, um, he's going to look at the process of converting a legacy CFM to more modern coding. Um, we'll post the links here. This is kind of a precursor to what his workshop is going to be um, at End of the Box. So definitely want to check that out. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great session. So join us there, and I'll be in the chat heckling him. I mean, uh, helping you, but it'll be a good session. And then we have uh, the Seattle Confusion User Group meeting in June. It's going to be June 23rd, uh, so that's busy week this week. Uh, that's going to be uh, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Um, Pacific time, so you guys can do the math for Central, um, and that's available up there on meetup.com. Perfect, got that. So next are several Adobe workshops. <clears throat> In case you missed it, there was one on Wednesday, June 15th um, with Brian Sappy. We've got one tomorrow um, at 9 a.m. Central European time with Damian Bruendox. We've got one this Thursday, the 23rd at 10 a.m. Pacific time, exploring the CF Administrator Part 2 with Mark Takata. And then another one on Thursday, July 28th, Making games with Adobe Confusion again with Mark Takata. That's 10 a.m. Pacific time. Um, we'll get all those links out there and several 
several workshops for you to go and check out. Yeah, and uh, the full list is up there on the Adobe website, um, and we'll share that one as well. And again, all this content is free. Yep, it does feel like, you know, things are starting to get more and more back to normal with all the content and the workshops and webinars from everybody, and uh, it's nice. Yep, for sure. Okay, next up, CFCast. We have a lot of content on CFCast, so I'm going to pop up my screen here to show if that's working. So you'll see that we have uh, Coding with the Kiwis. We have a couple of videos up there. So uh, if you guys are not Patreon supporters, you can't join live, but you can still go check it up uh, out here on CFCast. We also have some Logbox videos and some VS Code hints, tips and tricks of the week. And we've got the Forgebox ones as well. So a lot of content's coming through. Oh, and your publisher first Forgebox package. So we've got new videos on all five of those this week. So. That's a lot of good content coming your way. Uh, most of it is free. There is some paid content as well, um, but uh, a lot of good stuff. Okay. So coming soon though, we have uh, the last couple of videos from my publisher first Forgebox package. So they're coming out. Eric is still releasing content in that Logbox 101 series. Again, uh, the coding with the Kiwi will still be coming up. And then we've got a couple more of those Forgebox and VS Code podcast snippet videos to catch up on. And then uh, what I'm working on next is uh, boxifying third-party libraries from Gavin. So if you didn't realize there's a little trend here with third-party libraries and all that stuff, uh, it will be, be a good one. Um, so um, we're going to be taking some stuff. Um, ben Adele's given me permission to actually work on some of his stuff that he has on uh up there on GitHub, and so I'll be, um, you know, basically adding it to Forgebox and then working on actually boxifying it to make it even easier to work with uh, as a module and stuff like that with Coldbox. So uh, a lot of cool stuff coming CFCast, so keep an eye out. Great. Uh, hey, really quick, I want to give a quick shout out to Carlos Guzman. This is his first Modernizer Die podcast. So thank you for joining us, Carlos. Oh. Um, I think there's some other people that are haven't been around in a while, like my buddy Nick. I don't know if he's there right now, but he said he might be. Oh, um, cool. So, yeah, if you're in the podcast, say hello. Shout out. We like hearing from you. And Yep. And got the usual suspects are there already. You know, we got Adam Cameron, Adam. Peter Mary, oh. John hey, Farrar, Scott. So, you got some Nick as well. Let's see who else is ch chatting in here today. Yeah, so good number. So, Nick did make it. Very cool. Yeah, Nick's awesome. Everyone's awesome. It. But he is also awesome. Okay. Joseph. Hey, hello, Joseph. Oh, yeah. Joseph's in there, too. Nice. Okay. Conferences and training. What do we got? Okay. Several coming up. <clears throat> so first up is the Quasar Conf. Um, that's going to be on Saturday, July 9th at 3 p.m. GMT. It's a Quasar Conference. Yep. Their blog post is out there, so you guys can check that out. Uh, and that one has a call for speakers, which I believe is over now, but they should have more information coming out soon. Uh, again, it's nice and short and sweet, a few hours, um, you know, little short sessions, and away we go. Oh, wow. Joseph's from Kenya. Very cool. Oh, wow. Awesome, Joseph. That's, that's cool. I don't know how many, how many we have from Kenya listening every week. That's pretty cool. Nice. Well, we also have another conference coming up, that conference. Um, yeah, so do. so that conference is going to be in July 25th through the 28th, Wisconsin Dells. Uh, it's a four-day summer camp for developers passionate about learning all things mobile, web, cloud, and technology. And uh, they even have cool water slides and everything there. It's a family affair, and Daniel is taking his family, and he's going to be speaking there. So you excited, Daniel? You're counting down the days? 
I am. I'm counting down days till I start putting my presentation together. <laughs> Actually, it's mostly put together. I got to, you know, review it and test it. And um, one of the things I talk about is NGRAC. And there's been some updates in NGRAC. So I need to make sure I, you know, test that and mm. all that cool stuff. Very cool. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be a great session. And uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm really jealous because I really like water parks, and at the yeah, same I time, I will be yeah, I'll be up in San Jose for my kids' water polo uh, junior Olympics, so that'll keep me busy. But maybe next year. Hey, change your mind. We will get you a cop. You know, <laughs> take my wife and son will mind probably. They might. Um, <laughs> they might. <laughs> the Adobe Developer Week is coming up too, so July 18th through the 22nd. It's online, virtual, and free, and it's got a lot of cool people. Um, I might be a little biased because I'm on that list, but uh, there's a lot of cool speakers, and you should recognize most of them here. Um, so we've got Aditya, and I they've added some new names. I don't remember a couple of these from last time. So got Brian, two Brian's, Charlie's there, Dave is there, David. Another David, you got David Baez, and Tadisol, myself, Giancarlo, uh, Kitri. Um, I remember seeing some of the sessions, but there's a lot of good speakers here. So uh, the usual suspects and a couple of newer ones too, but uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of good content. Uh, the gender is out as well. Um, so yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, register. Uh, Adobe needs you to register so you can get into the action there. Sorry, I messed up that again. Know, <laughs> we got a color coding system to help us like figure out who's talking about what. But whenever he highlights something, it looks like uh, he's going to paste it instead of uh, that. Oh, is so that what's going on? That's what's uh, confusing me. Yeah, because yeah. So I'm I'm just off today. Sorry, everybody. But uh, I'll just do the next one anyway. So Vue JS Forge is next up after that, uh, July 13th and 14th. Um, and so that's basically a hackathon and you get to work on a cool uh, app. The The project is going to be a project management SaaS app and it's going to be built in Vue.js. And so you'll be learning about all the sorts of cool new stuff and I'm going to be working with a team. I signed up, so they're going to like randomly assign me to a team. So I'll meet the team and uh, get to work with them. And it's basically a two-day hackathon, make connections, build together, learn together. And this is run by ViewSchool.io. So it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, you guys should sign up and yeah. Hopefully we can uh, have some fun. I'm going to learn a lot because it's going to be doing things a little differently than I would normally. It's using Pinia too instead of UX, which I've never used, and you know, mm. so it'll be a learning experience for sure. So I'm excited about that. Right on. And by the way, I don't think anyone's going to complain if you talk more than me. So I think that's why the people show up for the Kiwi. I don't know about that. So. Everyone likes the accent apparently until you get used to it. Uh, my wife is still complaining. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, we're coming up next, Into the Box 2022. We're very excited, September 6th, 7th, and 8th. Um, the first day will be on the 6th will be the one-day workshops. We got, I believe, five of those. And then the 7th and 8th are all the other cool workshop or the other cool sessions and everything. Uh, super early bird pricing did end, end of May. Um, but you can still sign up for the workshops. We get the links out there. We've been putting blog content out there, interviews with the different workshop um, hosters, Holsters, trainers, Putter, honors, <laughs> trainers. Um, Maybe I should talk to, more. <laughs> no, I'm going to Adam. Not everyone likes the accent. Maybe it's just your accent, Adam. I don't know if you guys are from different parts of the island. And nope, just you know, we grew up about thirty minutes away from each other, roughly. Oh, okay, for yeah. the most part, yeah. Not, okay, well, anyway, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, I, I do sound more like an American. So basically, after a year of being 
over here. When I went back to New Zealand, everyone was like, well, where are you from? You know, where, or where in America are you from? It's like, uh, yeah. But the second trip I went back, I was like, oh my gosh, I can hear that New Zealand accent. This is ridiculous. So it was annoying. Because it's like, I shouldn't have an accent. I shouldn't be able to hear everybody else's accent. This is not right. So Whereas we're all like, Gavin, you sound like you're from Australia, not knowing any better. Yeah, I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, so yeah, so lots of great content there. Check out the ITB blog, uh, and then we do post summaries on uh, the Autis blog. I always do be smothered there too. Um, but yeah, we have CF Summit coming up as well. So uh, Adobe is going to be hosting CF Summit at the Mirage in Las Vegas, uh, October 3rd and 4th. Um, it's going to be pretty cool. And they have a third uh, day, which is their Adobe Certified Professional training course. Uh, and just so you know, that is not the same as it was before. It's a different certification. It's not the specialist certification. Apparently, this one is um, beefed up and harder. Um, but I think, was it David Bellinger said that he already passed it this year? So it's, it is tougher, but it, he did pass it. was good. Um, yeah, I think he said if you're familiar with OO especially, you should be okay. Cool. So probably doing more member functions and stuff like that. And I bet so, um, those who don't use them, it might be a lot harder, but, um, the cool thing is they got this awesome pricing right now. So the event itself is only $99 and then the workshop is just 99 or a hundred dollars more. So that's a pretty good deal. I mean, they're discounting it massively. Like I said, uh, we've been looking at trying to get some, uh, some space to do our own workshops for Audis. Um, and everything is very booked up. And for those people that's not booked up, it's ridiculously priced. So uh, they are discounting this massively, but uh, we're still working on our workshops. We're trying to give you guys something. Uh, we're just going to try and make sure it's you know affordable. Um, so we are working on that. Hopefully we can get that done. But uh, so oh, I, I guess he says the regular cert price is 150. So you save at the conference. That is cool. Yeah, because previously when we looked at this, the premium pass was 399. And so the <coughs> They dropped it down, you know, two hundred dollars more. So either way, it's a good deal. And I mean, just the meals alone, you know, two days of meals for ninety nine dollars is pretty good, considering uh, how much everything costs in Vegas. But uh, it's always a good time. So we'll be there. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you there as well. But uh, check that out again. Early bird pricing ends end of June for that. So if you want to save some money, book that one as well. Awesome. Um, also coming up later this year, uh, end of the box, Latin America, December 7th. We'll have more information hopefully soon, um, but look for that coming out. Also, we've been announcing uh, CF Camp, no CF Camp for 2022. Hopefully they'll be in summer 2023. We'll find out uh, more next year, but just a reminder. Yeah. Um, yeah. I heard whispers that yeah, they, they're already starting to play and hopefully, but uh, we'll find out more when it's more more official but it's it's good news i say i've been wanting to go there forever want to want to get to europe and, and check that out so that's in germany right see you camp yep usually uh the at the airport or close to the airport in munich most of the time but uh but if they don't have it i guess i'll just have to come harass other people in europe so okay awesome to go. yep and next up uh, again if you don't have enough conferences comps.tech has a lot of great stuff you can find them there Okay, blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. We have a lot of them, but the first one we'll show you is one from you, Daniel. You've been busy lately working on a lot of customer projects and uh, one of these new tools that were new to you and recently updated tool was CB Debugger, Coldbox Debugger. So uh, he read a nice blog post here talking about getting started with it and it's got a lot of updates lately, hasn't it? 
It does. And um, one of the big things, um, besides being rewritten in Alpine UI, <clears throat> excuse me, the UI in Alpine JS, um, lots of enhancements and features, some optimizations. It now supports database tracking for Adobe Cold Fusion 2018 and higher, um, which is awesome. Um, just like we do it already for QB and Quick and CBURM, you can also do that. Um, it really is and, a Fusion Reactor light almost. I mean, I really like it. It's slick. it is. There are definitely some you know nuances, but if you don't want to do Fusion Reactor for whatever reason, you can thoroughly do this and get a lot of great info. Um, yeah, and I particularly like that. Oh, somebody mentioned to me that they didn't realize. Hey, because people are used to seeing it at the bottom of a web page, get the little UI panel, and well, what if I have an API? Yeah, you can absolutely use this for APIs because you can go to your website slash cb debugger and get the same debugger ui with all the debugging info so if you've got a rest api that you're building out and want to use cb debugger you can do that um i mentioned that in the blog post as well yeah so a really cool tool they got some nice updates to it if you haven't used it in a while or kind of forgot about it check it out yep and pete is asking is it cobalt specific uh, it is cobalt specific uh, i'm not sure what it would take to make it work in something like cf wheels uh, i mean it just has some you know interception points and stuff like that so it kind of things fire off at certain times and it listens and so i'm not sure if it'll be compatible or not but uh definitely look at some of the stuff we're doing in there i'm sure you can get something pretty neat there peter working and see if wheels though but it's pretty slick a lot of updates and yeah um i'm i've used it before and i'm really excited for the stuff with quick and qb i realized how badly i was using a few things you know like just because using RM and you know those types of things and Mentifier, it does a lot of work for you. So sometimes looking at it and see what it actually ran, you're like, oh, wait, why is this an N plus one situation? Like that shouldn't be happening. And so I realized, oh, I was doing this and it didn't know I was doing that. So if I change one little thing and then all of a sudden it's like a, a you know, it's a two queries instead of like 31 queries for something. So uh, it's pretty neat. I really like it. I also like the, uh, the caching, cache box. Um, features as well. So if you are using Cashbox to cache different things, you actually get insights into what it's doing, what's there. You can even clear a cache if you want. So if you're doing some testing and whatever. Um, so that's kind of nice too. It's a nice, easy way to get some inspection insights in your caching. Yeah. Cashbox caching. What do we got next? <clears throat> okay. So another uh, blog slash podcast series workshop, containerizing and scaling your applications with Captain Container John Clausen. Uh, it's a special podcast for attendees or undecided attendees. Basically, John is getting interviewed on what his workshop is and why you should attend, as well as some requirements, everything you need to know about the workshop so that you can come and attend and hang out with John for the day and learn cool stuff. Yep. So that blog post uh, has pretty much the whole outline in it there, too. And you can watch it on YouTube or listen to it on your favorite uh, podcast app or just go to the, the podcast website and watch it there, too. Okay, so this one is another uh, interesting one. Ben's always got interesting stuff, but uh, I was actually tweeting with him right before the show about this. Oh, there's a flashback picture of Luis and Ben back at CF United 2008. That's crazy. Okay, so this one is considering a stale while revalidate pattern to caching cold fusion. And so he was listening to a, an episode of syntax.fm uh, where Scott and Wes were discussing HTTP caching hitters and basically he learned that there was an experimental value called stale while revalidate and so basically this isn't you know about http caching or any of that stuff but the cool thing is let me tell you the short part of it is basically when you ask for something it'll say here 
I'm giving you the stale version of it, but in the background, I'm going to go and revalidate and basically update my cache. So next time someone asks for it, it's going to be updated. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I'm like, I'm already thinking about how we can update cache box. But um, so it talks about, you know, an optimization because, you know, if you had to wait for that to get done, sometimes your, your caching process might take a lot of time. And so this way, it's always going to basically go and get it behind the scenes. And so the next request is up to date. And so, you know, there's a couple of different ways to do it. Um, yeah, but basically it's using run async and it was pretty neat. I, I liked the idea and it got me thinking about new stuff. So pretty cool. Uh, but I hadn't, yeah, hadn't thought about that. I mean, we do stuff similarly, you know, we have gets or sets or whatever, and sometimes we'll have a task that'll go and run stuff in the background. So it's, you know, recently valid or whatever, but yeah, it was pretty interesting. So got me thinking. Right on. And so coming up next, the first uh, entry in the Peter corner. We're lobbying at Peter's own corner, just like we have an Adam corner and a Ben corner. And he's working for it, people, let me tell you. So CF Wheels, CF Wheels, HTMX plugin published. Um, a few weeks ago, I was working on a new app using CF Wheels on the back end. HTMX to provide the interactivity. Um, I actually did not know what HTMX was. Um, it looks it like kind of like an Alpine JS CB wire library to do reactivity within the uh, within the code. Um, so I definitely will be checking that out. But it looks cool. Yeah, it definitely looks cool. I yeah, that yeah, it does look kind of cool. And so basically, you give it you know a trigger, you give it a target, and then you tell it what you want to swap HTML, outer HTML, etc. So it's kind of yeah, interesting. So you can do poaches and you know, posts and puts and patches and deletes and, but yeah, pretty interesting. So yeah, I got the link out there. So go check it out. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Uh, I have to do some more research on that. I'm kind of always get curious when they have stuff like that. Okay. So we also had a, a little community um, post from Brad and this was in response to something else from Ben. So I guess it could be part of the Ben corner. Um, but Basically, you know, Ben said, is there any way to control the text color of output when using system output in conjunction with server log following command box? Uh, be, you know, good for demos, etc. And so Brad answers it, but he goes through and, and rocks through, but basically talks about how you can add ANSI escape sequences in your text. So that way when it outputs, it'll be different or whatnot. And so he tells you how to colorize it and everything too. You can change that type of stuff, um, but really detailed. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. So again, something on Twitter didn't fit in the Twitter box. So uh, we post to the, the community forum so you guys can see that there. Yep. And next up in the Peter corner is CF Wheels, the Wheels CLI matures to version 1.0. So if you were not aware, like I was not aware, there is a CLI for CF Wheels that's built as a module on top of command box, um, allows you to do all sorts of cool stuff with the framework, like generating scaffolding, tests, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Gavin's posted the link. Yep, go check that out. And then go check on the docs that have the different uh, CLI commands. So you guys are on fire lately, guys. Keep it up. Yep, very cool. I'm just posting a link that um, David <clears throat> Ballinger tried to post earlier about the certification. I'm going to put that in the show notes for everyone who's going to be listening later. So it'll be there. But uh, yeah, just wanted to let you guys know that there is a link there in the chat for that as well. So he's saying about the pricing and, and everything there. So check that one out. Just tells you more about the workshop. Okay. Sorry about that. We just wanted to make sure we didn't 
get too far off there. Okay, and so I have a question for everybody. Do you guys pronounce it CLI or do you pronounce it Klee? You just want to be funny, Daniel, or or what? Because I'm like Klee, I'm like, ugh. That doesn't sit well with me. I guess it's like Jots and JWTs. You know, that's it. I've always just heard it as Klee. Really? I've you know, never I, heard of anybody other than you call it a Klee. <laughs> so that's all really? I'm asking. Oh, man, this is embarrassing. CLI, <laughs> CLI. Yep. <laughs> phonetically sounding out so okay. oh man <laughs> sorry i don't mean to make you feel bad or anything but the uh community is spoken whether well, it's adam just yeah. saying neither yeah neither as another voice he's never heard anybody else just call it clean <laughs> sorry oh, yeah. sorry by the way everyone who doesn't know me and daniel we like to harass each other he's almost an honorary kiwi in that respect because uh we, we have it's a rule true. in New Zealand, uh, if we like you, we'll insult you. If we don't like you, we won't waste our time. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, and to Adam, <laughs> I think you are supposed to say GIF. I don't say GIF, but you're supposed to say GIF because the guy that wrote GIF pronounced it GIF. So oh. you think you know better than the guy that wrote it? I don't think so, buddy. Although I say GIF all the time. Yeah, I don't know. That's... Let's not get into one of those debates. We'll save that for uh, <laughs> we'll save that for the developer wars. You know, we can, we can have that. It might be actually pretty good. So, okay. Cool. Well, next up, let's talk about Benadel. He's got a couple more rejects ones, uh, and so the first one he was well, not the first one, but the, this one. He's talking about playing with Java patterns named capture groups, and this is kind of cool. So he did. He has another post we talk about. Actually, let's jump to that one first because. They just make sense. So he was using um, JRE extract to pluck uh, captured groups using regular expressions in Cold Fusion. And so it's kind of cool where you can basically have this big um, group pattern. And basically what it does is it, uh, it, you know, it goes and looks for all these different things when you try to extract things with groups. So if he passes in, you know, just a short URL, he's using URL as an example. It wouldn't be the, the actual use. It's just an example of how to do it. But so if you scroll down here, so basically if you just pass this index.html, you know, it'll show the match, the protocol, the host name. So these are the different groups. These are the different pieces he was trying to match on. And so if you pass in a full URL, it would like pull out all the different pieces for you. So it's kind of cool that this little bit here is like six different things you want in the match. And you just say extract groups, passing this in. And then his little thing says, you know, extract here. So it extracts this way and then basically comes up with like uh you know an array of items and so each of the ones based on the pattern get extracted and then he can output them it's pretty cool um so this was pretty neat i was like this is a cool way to you know just do a lot of different rejects at the same time um and then on this blog post the one for the next day uh, he figured out that you can actually use naming inside your pattern and then you don't need to worry about doing the you know this is this this is that and so up here, he's using that extraction, you know, array syntax, right? With a name, it's actually a name struct. So now when he does it, the same type of thing, he's using a user, a hash, and a domain here. When he does that example, you see it has the user, hash, and domain. So in his code here for this, he can just say matcher.group user, matcher.group hash. It doesn't have to remember what order they were in or anything. It's actually user name. So I thought that was really cool. Now, of course, I got to figure out a use case where I actually want to use it, but it's still pretty cool. So, I guess there's two blog posts there for you covered by Ben. So, right on. Well, since you since you called me out, Gavin, I did a quick search, and Adam is right. 
it is not pronounced CLI or CLI. It looks like people like to say, if you're going to say it, say the terminal or the command line. So there you go. We learned something new. I don't believe that. That's, I need proof. Hey, that's what the internet <laughs> says. Internet and Adam cannot be wrong. Oh, really? Huh. Interesting. Okay. So uh, next up is... In the box updates, as of June 20th, uh, we'll just go ahead and post the link out there. That's uh, a lot of things we've been talking about already. The super early bird pricing ticket is over. You get the early bird. We got more episodes of the podcast, um, et cetera, et cetera. Not to minimize it, but we got a lot of content and time is a ticket. So yep. go check that For sure. I just posted the link to the other one since I covered both at the same time. And then we also had content too. So I'll, I'll do this one real quick. The Order Solutions sure. uh, Content Digest. So we got a lot of stuff and we post a lot of stuff and we post a lot of stuff in a lot of places. So what we've been doing is giving you like a, a summary for the week. So you can see on the podcast, we had three different podcasts last week, one CFBound news and a couple of conference ones. We had a ton of content on CFCast. We had a ton of content on YouTube and then blogs everywhere. So all of that's in one sort of like summary location just to make it easy for you to grab a roll. And we do it on Friday morning. So if you guys get bored at work, you got something to do. So, they got there that. Go. Yep. Our goal is to have you never say, Hey, I didn't hear about that. Because yep. hopefully you've heard about it a few times. Yep, exactly. I mean, to be honest, we did that because half the people in orders didn't know half the things we were posting everywhere because it's a lot. So <laughs> you got another one from Peter? <laughs> I do, but I'm reading Adam's comment. Language is dynamic and evolutionary and untended to articulate concepts to other people. If they understand you, job done. I just don't think in this case clear as a usage track should be a good option. <laughs> Okay, I defer to the to other people. Yeah, it makes a point though. As long as, long as people understand, that's what I get mad with my kids. You know, when, I'm, when I say pizza instead of pizza, I'm like, oh, sorry, you don't want any of my pizza. You gonna make fun of the way I say it? You don't get none, and they change. Well, I don't. Mind. I'm with your kids on that one, Gavin. Yeah, pizza, pizza. Okay, but you know what okay. I mean. So <laughs> put it. <laughs> oh man, I am. Let my kiwiness show up, aren't I? Um, anyway, so next up to round out the Peter Corner is another CF Wheels added to the HTMX server-side examples page. So back in March, he published an example app. We took the to-do MVC spec, built it out. Um, he's got a quick graphic of the UI, UE, I'm sorry, the UI <laughs> of the app. And we'll go ahead and post that out so you can take a look. Yep, and so that's using that CF Wheels and HTMX stuff. So interesting so those blogs are related there too it's kind of cool i mean there's a lot of cool different ways to do similar things these days i wonder which one will win okay so we have another one here uh this one's an ask ben blog post uh, extending the cold fusion session on a long live page so someone new to cold fusion was asking ben what to do and uh i'm sure everyone's done this one way shape or form but basically um you know creating a heartbeat using something like Ajax or whatever to go and hit the server periodically to let them know, hey, I'm still here. Hey, I'm still here. Hey, I'm still here. Uh, obviously, you could use something like a JWT as well. Someone mentioned that as an option. Um, you know, that way it would be alive still afterwards. And, you know, that's a good option too. But usually for, you know, Cold Fusion Station, some type of heartbeat type thing is, is a good approach. And so Ben has a little video here and it sort of expels it out. Um, so hopefully... Uh, that one's useful to everybody and you know like i said it's something a lot of us have dealt with before over time especially with uh long-lived apps doing 
blogs on content stores, uh, sorry, like on uh, like CMSs and whatnot, people always start typing and they never remember to click, you know, save or uh, oh, yeah. and they click the save button and their session timed out and everything's lost and everybody gets mad. So it's pretty, pretty common. So, but, okay. Say Scott chimed in, separates terminal from the CLI. You know what we're finding out here, Gavin, is you ask you know a bunch of developers a question and you get a bunch of different answers. Yep. Which is good, right? Because that's how we all learn. Yep. Make fun of- oh, and I forgot to announce earlier in the show on the Box Team Slack, there's a MOD dash podcast channel now. So you guys can get in there oh, and talk about yeah. the podcast. And so we can take some of these conversations in there if you guys want to argue about uh, the way we're saying things and uh, like pizza or pizza or CLI, cleave, etc. <laughs> but uh, so you get on the box team Slack. Um, it's a, a public channel. So you can just jump in there and we can chit chat and we'll try and give more announcements in there. And that way we're not harassing the other 800 people or so in the, the main box team general channel with all that stuff. So if you guys want but to jump will, in there, you can. I will capitulate. I'm sure I just. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, we'll get you there. It's okay. I'll get there. Kicking and screaming. Okay. So next um, we talked about this already, but the, uh, we have a podcast series, uh, the VGS SPA, not SPA, and mobile app with REST APIs with Gavin Pickens. It's going to be the workshop coming up into the box. Um, I will be TAing for Gavin. Um, so we'll be with you. Spend, come out, spend the day with us, learn how to do some cool stuff with API, some Quasar, wiring all up together. Uh, by the time you go home, you will have some nice working examples of things you can use. Yep. Um, and, yeah. And I pronounce that spa, not SPA. But anyway. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be a thing. What about the PWA? Do you go, pwah? Pwah. <laughs> pwah. Anyway. I'm going to start doing this just to annoy people. Like, you know. Yep. It's a buh. Yep. Okay. So next up, we also have um, the podcast from CF Alive. So the ACF and Lucy Roundtable Part 2. So a couple months ago, I think, um, Charlie Gert. Mark Drew and Ben joined uh, Michaela Light and talked about, you know, Adobe Lucy and where it was going and how to get help and, you know, just all sorts of different things. Uh, the show notes are available up on Terratech's site, but we've also got the link for part one there as well if you missed that. But uh, yeah, but, you know, the part one was really, really popular. So they're there for you guys to, to check out too. Yeah, I'm sorry, my copy paster is having issues. No problem. Well, I'll, I'll explain the next one. So Nolan Irk, um, whose website and company is Salsa Shaster, is actually looking for a part-time ZFMO developer. So we put a little blog post out there just so you guys can uh, check that out. And we'll, we'll mention it again in the job section. But uh, if you guys are looking for a part-time job, uh, they're looking as well. Okay. Then also, as we mentioned earlier, uh, we got a blog from Luis Mahano about adding Mailgun support for Cobox Mail Services. Uh, big thanks to Scott Steinbeck for helping do that and getting it all in there. But uh, so yeah, if you install CB Mail Services out of the box, get it, box, you now have Mailgun support along with Postmark and files and CF Mail. Yep. Um, if you do use CB Mail Services and you want to do SendGrid, there is a SendGrid ForgeBox module out there that will work with CB Mail um, that Eric put together. So. Uh, lots of lots of cool things you do with CD mail services, and this is just another one of them. Yeah, there's actually a few other ones too. I'd never even heard of up on Forgebox as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember we were, we were talking about that the other day. It's like uh, we need a new category or some other better way to find like the CD right. mail services protocols because you know same thing with Cashbox, you know, Logbox. Yep, and all those different uh, provider setups because you know you want to find 
the to the module, but then all the things you can plug into it. So um, we'll be working on that. But we also announced the pre-conference and third track front of the box as well. So we talked about that a couple of times already, but the blog is there. And then last and blog. For the, uh, yeah. So again, this Friday, coding with Kiwi and friends. Um, so we started the other week. We going through here, doing a live streaming, hanging out with Gavin and all his friends uh, as he works through some stuff, figure some stuff out, get some spirited conversations going. And it's kind of a cool hang. But again, the, uh, the asterisk is you need to be a Patreon supporter, which you can become for as little as just 10 bucks 10 a month. Right? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, or if not, wait till after and you can see the videos, but it, it's fun. It, it's, it's turning into something kind of fun and cool. And, um, yeah, the cool club hangs out on Friday afternoons, you know? Yeah. There's Gavin, <laughs> there's Peter, Adam, sometimes there, Woody Brooms there. Um, Dave Bellinger's there. Uh, a lot of, a lot of cool people. Oh, oh, look, Peter just shared a way, um, using HTMX, um, through like a polling thing. Um, and basically it's a div which gets to the latest updates and then has a trigger every one second. So it's using natural language for everyone is to re-trigger periodically. That's pretty cool. I like that. So I wonder how to do that in other things, but yeah, that's, that's at least stuff is cool. Okay. Well, that wraps up our blogs, tweets, videos of the week. I think that's enough. Let's talk about find a job. So we okay. do have, um, about 97 jobs listed on getcfmailjobs.com. One listed new on the website, which is a cold fusion developer at remote Man, remote's hiring a lot of people. Um, and that's, uh, nice. posted on June 21st. And so we're sharing that link there. And we still have that Patreon sponsored job posting from Haggerty Motorsport Ridge. Um, we've been showing the videos in previous episodes and uh, they've got quite a few people uh, signing up and they're working through the, the process. But if you'd like to join them and get in the driver's seat to work with a cool team, uh, working with a lot of organizations in the motorsport field, um, yeah, they're still still looking. They're looking for senior software engineers working primarily with Node, Vue.js, ColdFusion, AWS to improve their platform and build greenfield experiences. Yep. And, then, and then, as always, other job links, we have Order Solutions. Uh, we are hiring because it seems like we're perpetually hiring, but check us out about us slash careers. Uh, Clear Capital, Carol from the Working Code Podcast has a job posting out there. We'll post that link out there. Um, as we mentioned earlier, Nolan Irk, the south of Shasta, link for a part-time CFO developer. Um, we'll post that out there as well. And then just as a reminder, there is a jobs channel in the CFML Slack team as well as the Box Team Slack now too, if you want to go out there uh, post what you're looking for. And if you're looking for something, check it out. Yep, for sure. Okay. Forgebox module of the week. This week, we're going to be talking about the CB debugger. Uh, as we mentioned, the ColdFusion debugger module is a lightweight performance monitoring tool and profiling tool for a Coldbox application. It can generate a nice debugging panel on every page rendered. Uh, and like we did mention too, it's got a cool little... Uh, sort of a catch-all if you go to slash CB debugger as well. Um, and apparently if you look at the, the docs, it says it's uh, make sure Coldbox application development nicer, funner, and greater. And the funner is spelt wrong, uh, and funner is not right in the first place, but it's more wrong until that pull request that you submitted is pushed out. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Daniel mentioned there's a lot of feature updates in this new version. So the UI has been written and rewritten in Alpine tracks requests, exceptions more, and now we've got better abilities to attract databases for quick QB, CBLRAM, and Adobe CF 2018 as well. 
and the cash box stuff is pretty slick. So uh, a lot of cool stuff there. And as we mentioned, you wrote a blog article uh, to how to get started. And I think that's a, a great way to, to get into this as well. So, but yep. And again, if you didn't know, you can use this on an API only site with no views or front ends just by going to slash CV debugger. Yep. And when you do, you'll see this image for those who are watching where you see, you know, it's a get request to this, you know, it tells you the event name and everything, how many milliseconds it took, et cetera. So, you know, it's, I said it looks a lot like Fusion Reactor in some way. So usually if you're on the page, you just see that page's request. But if you go to the slash CV debugger, you see a list of all the requests that your site is getting. And of course, it's meant to be for development. Um, don't recommend using it in production or anything like that. Um, but yeah. yeah so. There is some overlap with Fusion Reactor as far as some of the requests and some of the database insights. But then there's some things like the caching and some of the specific holdbox um, request stuff that you're not gonna get in Fusion Reactor. And sometimes you just need something quick to see what's going on. Yep, and, and I admit Fusion Reactor is awesome and I think you should still it use awesome. it. But um, <laughs> yeah, the CB debugger is kind of like the nice little tools, you know, before you have to get yeah. Fusion Reactor out. Okay, well that wraps up our Forgebox module of the week. Um, VS Code hint tip and trick of the week. This one here, uh, I'll let you talk about this one a little bit because uh, you wanted to add this one. I did have this one. So basically it's a, I'll post the link here. It's a quick extension for called Lorem Ipsum. So a lot of times you need to dummy up some text and just to generate some just garbage to fill out some things in the page. There's this cool little extension called Lorem Ipsum. Just do the control shift P to type Lorem Ipsum. And then you'll be able to select, do I need a line or paragraph, multiple paragraphs, just a, a nice way to just stub out some stuff. Um, yep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I remember when Lauren Rosen was big and some other tools had plugins for it. And mm -hmm. like Bacon Ibsen was a big one and there was a whole bunch of variations of it. It was, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, so. with stuff like this, there are lots of ways to do it, but it's just kind of handy sometimes. You find a quick little utility. Hey, this just solves a problem, does one thing, does it well, and I can move on to something else. Yep, so you can get that on the marketplace um, with VS Code. Okay. So next up, we have our Patreon supporters. So somehow we managed to get through it on the hour, but uh, we want to thank all our Patreon supporters. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do all these open source projects like Commandbox, Forgebox, Coldbox, Contentbox, Testbox, and all of our other boxes and this podcast. Um, you know, a big part of this obviously is our cloud infrastructure that, uh, that we rely on for Forgebox and package management with Commandbox. And uh, we highly recommend using those. So this is really great. And you can support us on patreon.com slash auto solutions. Uh, we do have the memberships um, for annual memberships. You can save 10%, which is nice. And there's some pretty cool perks. So uh, the big perk here is you can join the live stream with coding in the Kiwi and friends or the coding disasters with the Kiwi and hecklers, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, also bronze packages and up, get the Forgebox Pro and CFcast subscriptions is their perk. Um, you can also get access to um, the basic special little forum on the community website and you have a profile badge on the community website for all patreon supporters and now we have our own um, private patreon channel inside the box team slack for just short little um, bits and pieces in there so we can chit chat about things and uh, i'll put announcements about coding with the kiwi and stuff like that and in the future we might have stuff like office hours etc when i'm not coding uh live and making a fool of myself but a lot of cool things there to become a patron supporter and like i said your money goes straight into you know things like hosting and and services like that which actually you know 
money that would come out of our pocket and gives us more to do all those other things that you guys like so much we think hopefully but uh yeah so you want to run through these awesome patrons and uh tell us about who they are i do i will i will run through all these awesome patroners patreons apparently patreon's a site they're called patrons but i don't like it when people say uh thanks for patronizing our podcast because i'm like wait a minute you're patronizing me we get enough of that yeah yeah they do patronize us but yeah so apparently that's where it came from because basically in the old days people would basically sponsor someone like an artist or whatever because they wanted more art in the world but artists don't make money so they would pay for them and so patronizing is essentially uh yeah it's basically you know like hey some snobby person with lots of money and condescendingly (laughs) telling me what to do so that's that's kind of why i think yeah patronizing came out which is funny because I never really thought about that until I heard that somebody use it that way. I'm like, wait a minute, that's probably that's where it came from, because you're patronizing people. <laughs> but thank you for patronizing us because we enjoy it. <laughs> As Adam says, there, there, Gavin, it's fine. Oh, okay, man. so all these awesome people: John Wilson from Snaptrix, Brian Ginanelli from Haggerty Motorsport Reg, Jordan Clark, Eric Hoffman, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger. Dan Cad, Jonathan Parrott, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media, Dean Mounder, Will De Bruin, Joseph Lamery, Don Bellamy, Jan Yannick, Lakshma Tuchahadi, Carl Van Stetten, Jeremy Adams, Didier Lesnicki, Matthew Clemente, Daniel Garcia, Scott Steinbeck with Agri Tracking Systems, Ben Nadell, Brett Deline, Kai Koenig, Charlie Earhart, Jonas Erickson, Jason Diger, Sean Odin, Matthew Darby, Ross Phillips, Edgardo Cabezas, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Mungi, John Wish, Kevin Wright, and Peter Amiri. So as always, you can see an update list of all sponsors on the Order Solutions website. Uh, we'll get that link out there and go check them out. Yeah, I mean, that's a big list. We're going to have to start uh, trimming by level. Sorry, everybody. But I'll, right I'll now, talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, uh, that takes a, a while to get through them all, but we are really appreciative. It does mean a lot to us, and uh, yeah, we're hoping, uh, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I just read Adam's chat. So, excellent episode, <laughs> team. Not voice patronizingly, or was it? It's okay. But I like cause... to hear from everyone else because apparently, you know, ten developers give you ten different viewpoints on something. Yep. So, was it good? Was it bad? Was it? I don't know. So, well, let me get the box team uh, link real quick because I think if we go to box team oh that's right you can chat on there. roku ah, i forget the name of is it joseph likes it peter likes it yep Adam likes it david oh this is awesome thanks guys yep thanks guys we really appreciate your your feedback and glad you guys can join us uh, live in the chat and for those listening on your podcast player we still we still like having you guys listen Absolutely. so and as always if there's something you want different or something reach out to us privately we'll, we'll listen Yep, and then that box team Slack, if you guys got some news yourself that you're worried that we might miss or whatever. Actually, I did miss something, and I even just remembered right now. Oh, my gosh. So there's been some uh, release, and it just hasn't hit our radar for whatever reason. But if I go back, the Gregory Alexander has been uh, made a a 3.0 release of his CMS. Uh, And so I'm going to post that right now. Um, But he's been posting them all, but I guess the blog aggregator didn't, 
pick him up or they're not tweeting with the right things. Um, but he's been releasing a bunch of stuff. He's been like, uh, why are you guys not covering my stuff? I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know it was there. So um, I'm supposed to be editing that aggregator. Uh, so sorry, Gregory. He's been doing a lot of work on it. Uh, you know, he's really improved it a ton. He's done a ton of work and it's looking That's like features. a pretty cool CMS. Um, so yeah, check it out. Um, he's got 3.0 just got released. Um, it, it does look pretty cool. And sorry again, Greg, I'm going to put that in the top of the blog post section, but there's a ton of great content in there. So if you guys are looking for a CMS written in cold fusion, this might be the one for you. So check it out and thanks everybody for joining us and we'll catch you all next week. Hopefully. Thank you very much. Bye everybody. Bye. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Bluetree Audio.